Oi, e hora do podcast de hackers. Good afternoon. It's Hackers Podcast. Let's go. Welcome, welcome back to the 276th edition of this uh, thing we call Hackers Podcast. I am your host, Gummo. And I'm Crash. And here we are. You know, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up real fast before we even get underway is that uh, we actually, I actually failed you, Crash, in naming the shows because (laughs) the last show should have been 274, but... You know, I realized that after everything was already set in stone, after all the metadata was set and everything, but it's not that big of a deal. No, no, it's not, you know, and I think you and I, we, we've done that more than one or two times in the past, <laughs> so I think our listeners are kind of used to going, well, what the fuck, where'd that show go? So, yeah, if you're looking for show 274, folks, there is no show 274 because uh, I... I don't know. It's a lost episode. It's lost. It's one of those rare lost episodes. You know, we don't have too many of them, but it, it's one of those. It's like, yeah. reminds me of uh, Super Mario, uh, Super Mario Bros. in the Lost Worlds. Yeah. If you remember that from the yeah. Super Nintendo. Oh, man. Yeah. I was good at Super Mario Brothers back uh, in the day on the, uh, was it S-E-S-N-E-S? Yeah, Super yeah. Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I loved playing that thing. Man. I miss it, honestly. When I was uh, when I was younger, that's all I used to play. That and the PlayStation 1 and you know, Nintendo and all that. It's, it's PlayStation. <sighs> oh, my God. Yeah, I had a PlayStation back in the in 90s, too, man. Those things were awesome. Yeah, I remember playing Tomb Raider and Mortal Kombat and all those other <laughs> fun games, you know, Siphon Filter and all. If anyone remembers that game, um, there, yeah. I just always found it interesting that a game was on a, a CD-ROM or a disc, right? You know, for yeah. me, that was fascinating because beforehand, games came on cartridges and you had to blow them out and do all that. You yeah, know, yeah. You know, you had to tap it a few oh, times. Make sure that yeah, make sure that the the, uh, the board is actually seated properly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And everybody always had a trick to make a game work, <laughs> right? If you remember that. Yeah. So. What a time to have a video game on a circuit board itself. You know, like the entire thing was on a on a PCB, and now you have it on. Well, now it's digital. I was going to say now you have it on CD, but yeah, yeah in the nineties, yeah, it went to CD, and I think that's. It's incredible too. Yeah, yeah. the progression of technology. You know how that goes. Oh yeah, you, know, you go from what well, sh- shit, man. You remember? I don't know. No, you don't remember. But I remember <laughs> when <laughs> I know, right? Uh, the, they the, we had these big five and a half inch discs. Oh know, yeah, it, diskettes. You mean diskettes? Yeah, no. Yeah. Hey man, you. I'm. <laughs> I may be young, but I, I still know what a diskette is. Yeah. five and a quarter floppy and all that other yep. fun stuff. You know, you got to put it. You had dual drives where you'd put one disc in drive bay A and then uh-huh. you'd have to put another uh, diskette in drive, drive bay B. B. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I remember... <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I you know I they all held about a hundred k worth of data oh yeah yeah that's that's if you were real bougie and you could afford those real good ones too right yeah well you know I couldn't afford them you know because I had a TRS eighty model two when I was you know like eleven or twelve I couldn't afford okay. the discs yeah they well they were expensive yeah, yeah they were you know so I had a little opportunity in place for you know getting new discs for my computer yeah it was real simple you know I would just literally just go to the computer lab at my junior high school yeah. 
and get as many discs as I wanted. I oh, see that's slick. Yeah, yeah, right. And you know, I you know, it was easy to put into you know you you could put like two or three of the discs into a book, right? Your math book or something. And yeah, hey, you know, back then they were expensive. When I was a kid, I didn't have any money, so <laughs> that's how I got my floppies back in the day. But did you ever copy that floppy? I did copy the floppy, and I actually <laughs> I and you know some of the old school, real old school hackers on the podcast will remember this is I used to do something called notching. Notching. Basically, uh-huh. So basically you would notch a floppy disk. You would cut out a little square, uh, you know, just a little small square about the size of your pinky mm-hmm. nail on a floppy disk in the right spot. And at that point you could read and write to the floppies and you would actually be creating what was be labeled as a double density floppy disk. Interesting. So you could take the disk out and flip it over and use the other side. Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't know that was possible. It well, yeah, it was it was it, it was, was a hack. It yeah. was a hack, right? Yeah. And it was way back in the day. It was called notching discs. Notching and, discs. Yeah. That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and you know, you could also um I believe you could put a piece of tape over the notch if you needed to uh, rewrite something and then you'd pull the tape off the notch so no one could write over your data. It was really cool. It was an interesting time. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it was, you know, absolutely pre-internet, pre-web, all of that. It was like 84, 85, you know, something like that. Yeah, that's when uh, freaking was a thing and all that, right? Or early freaking. Blue boxing, yeah, yeah, red boxing, all of that stuff. But, you know. uh, That's the one thing that I've always uh, wished that I could have experienced is, you know, going up to a payphone and getting a free call. Like, I know that it (laughs) seems so silly nowadays with um, smartphones and voice over IP and all that. But. You know, to be out and about back then, not having a phone on you or, or anything, and then just being able to make a free call, especially if it's like uh, you can make an international call depending on what box you had, I think. Yeah, yeah, you um, absolutely could. Yeah, and so it's, you know, just being able to do that back then, I bet was really cool. You're like calling up China, collect <laughs> your uh, toll free or whatever the fuck it is and just, you know, having at it, you know, having a free phone call with some person like, hey, man, you know, how do you uh, make fucking, you know, this recipe? Yeah, it, you know, free well, internet yeah you know and that's yeah so back in the phone freaking days right my phone freaking days of the early 80s mid 80s you know it was it was kind of like that you know you you could you know again radio shack was the place to go for all of your electronic so i've heard yeah Yeah. and they so uh they back in uh, back then they um radio shack had a couple things right uh they had they had um it was a pocket dialer, right? And so mm-hmm. you could program the numbers or the sequencing of numbers, you know, right? So, so you could speed dial somebody. It was one of those things back in the day when the systems were analog, right? You could have oh, a DTMF yeah. pocket dialer from Radio Shack and you could <laughs> pretty much cause you know, mayhem and havoc That's anywhere. pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And then, you know, of course, you could record the tones, you know, yeah. specific coin tones and things like that. But, you know, those that's a... That and another device, I'll tell you, another device, too, it was, um, and it is, it's actually uh, against the law to own one now. Really? But, the, yeah, but they were sold, literally, they sold millions of these things, and they were called the Archer Video Distribution System. And what basi- is that? Basically, it's a little box, right? Archer was a name for Radio Shack's products that... Uh, were involved with audio video stuff, right? So right. they had Archer and Realistic and... Okay. Um, and so, uh, our, they had, they made this box called the, uh, video distributions box and it was basically a box that you could broadcast on UHF and VHF. Oh, wow. And these, th- yeah. And so if you, if you were you know, a hacker or just someone who liked to tinker or around with that type of technology back in the day, you could hook up what was called a linear amplifier to it. Right, and using yeah. a CB antenna. Oh, wow. And then you could broadcast for like miles on UHF and VHF. That's badass. It was. It was. And, you know, and, and for, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember how long. Maybe it was just one summer uh, when I was a kid. I had that, and I was broadcasting to the entire neighborhood. I was just, you know, broadcasting, you know, all kinds of funny, cool stuff from a VCR. And yeah. sure enough, man, you know, uh, you know, I went to, you know, like a couple miles away and I could literally pick up the signal. So I was kind of, uh, you know, I was kind of impressed with the technology back then, but I really had no idea, you know, the the intricacies and the, the power of the technology in my hands back then. But yeah. nevertheless, two devices now that are <laughs> manufactured, one of them is illegal to actually possess. So, you know, yeah. 
I guess I'm... That's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to kind of wrap my head around it because there's so many digital options for something mm-hmm. like that these days and just trying to imagine um, an analog thing, you know, a box that you yeah. can, hey, you know, here you go, just plug some stuff into it and you can broadcast mm-hmm. right away. To yep. me, that almost seems unheard of back then. Yeah. Um, on for the, a consumer level anyway. Yep. On the ultra high frequency band UHF, right? It would mm-hmm. go from four, I believe it would go from channel 14 to 83 or 84. That's a lot of channels though. Yeah. And so wow. those channels have been reallocated now, right? And so now let's yeah. fast forward 45 years to now. And the, the frequencies that the UHF um, channels were you know, broadcast on in an analog fashion, they are now digital, you know, they, they're digital spectrum channels. Basically, it's, uh, they set aside most of the UHF frequency for satellites and um, 5G. So that's who uses it. So that's why it's against the law to own that device now, right? Because you can consequently interfere with uh, mobile communications now. So Yeah, that makes sense, actually. There's so much going on. You got... You know, satellites up in the you know uh-huh. up in yeah. the orbit, and you got the ISS, and also you know planes, all sorts mm-hmm. of craziness. I mean, and I know that there was planes and spacecraft and whatnot back then, right? But even more so now. Um, I, I, what is it called again? Or it's the um, it, it's like the orbiting cloud of all the satellites and things. You know what oh, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, satellite constellation. Yeah, the satellite yeah. constellation. I thought there was more of a name for it. Uh, you know, yeah, like, well, I, you know, I, some I, somethings you know, orbit, or, you kind of like how you have the Oort cloud and things like that. Yeah. So I thought there would be a cool name for it. Like, no. you know, the, the dragon orbit with fucking, <laughs> I don't know, just all the satellites and shit. But yeah, I mean, you all, you know, it's not to, you know, be outdone, you know, someone that has always and always will, you know, create like little acronyms and rename yeah. old technology and, and you know, yeah. like, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, what the fuck? And yeah. And then they come like, to find oh, out. it used to be known as blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, like I was using know. that in the uh, early yeah. 80s. Yeah, and, yeah. Right. Reminds me of like, um, I remember Flynn from Tron. He's like, oh, a Wi-Fi. What is that? It's like, oh, you can communicate with uh, devices wirelessly. And in the movie Legacy specifically, He's like, oh, I was thinking about that in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, man. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are now being used that were developed and even, you know, used once before in the 80s. And, you know, like that UHF frequency, right? Yeah. You know, satellites, you know, mobile mobile you know, carriers are using that spectrum. And it was kind of interesting too, Crash, because a long time, you know, it's been over a decade, I presume, at this point now. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, wireless companies, they were actually, um, they the U.S. government, the FCC, I believe, don't quote me on this, but I'm kind of <laughs> on the right level here, is they actually had an auction to auction off that spectrum back in the day. Oh, I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, you kind of dig a little from our podcast and start digging in down those rabbit holes. You'll see exactly, you know, what happened, when, yeah. the dates and all of that. and everybody on the world knows that i'm really terrible with dates <laughs> so that's okay yeah so i can i can I don't i've know always yeah i've always been more of a proponent for remembering the event itself rather yeah, than necessarily than yeah yeah it was a cool autumn day it yeah. was twelve thirty-five, and i was walking backwards <laughs> i could hear five birds distinctly chirping in the background like okay yeah, the, the, yeah, the leaves were rustling like what yeah, I don't um, even remember that shit from a good day, let alone a regular day. So, yeah, it's, you know. it's, it's difficult for me to remember a really good meal half the time, let alone, you know, an event that happened. Yeah, speaking of good meals, yeah. yeah. Man. Oh, man, so, yeah, transitioning into uh, some good food. <laughs> you know, we always got to talk about the good <sighs> food action, man. I love food. Food is one of those things. I mean, first of all, yeah. let's, food brings people together. Food is just one of those things. It's, it's a unifying, I want to call it a force. Yeah, almost. it <laughs> is a force. Yeah, because it's, it's like. a force of hunger. Yeah, well, it, yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> like, motherfucker, I'm hungry. <laughs> I got to eat, man. Yeah. Shit. Uh, yeah, uh, and <laughs> it's one of those. Well, what's fascinating about food and hunger in general is that it's something that you can eat, you know, you can eat food to sustain yourself, but you can also eat food to enjoy it. You know, you can have, um, you know, a really protein packed, dense meal where uh-huh. you're just, you're trying to get full. There's really maybe not a lot of flavor. Yeah. Right? You know, who knows how you cooked it, whatever. You can have sex with food. <laughs> you really can, man. And then, the, and then, yeah, to go with that is, you you know, you then after that, you have like a chocolate lava cake with powdered sugar and fucking, I don't know, good. some whatever. Yeah. 
and like that's real good. And, 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 and yeah, and then that that kind of goes in in uh, hand in hand with what you just said. It's almost like an aphrodisiac. And even though personally, I, I'm not a, I don't really believe that's a real thing. I guess like or aphrodisiacs a thing. Like shit, if you drink enough alcohol, anything will be a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Nothing better than aphrodisiac than some Jim some, Beam, some wine. Oh man, <laughs> just out. Yeah, man. But uh, shutting it down with that, I guess. Or you can Sheesh. go with the mushrooms. You know, <laughs> I see I see those ads all over the internet. Oh, taking mushrooms. Yeah, now? take mushrooms and oh, get horny mushrooms. or something like that. I think mushrooms are incredible. It's they're, yeah, they're we one did of those show about that. They're yeah, they're one of those things where you know you can microdose or just take a couple of them and then feel right and just move on about your day. It doesn't. You know, at least yeah. for me, it doesn't quote unquote fuck me up. You know, so to speak. Where I have another. Go ahead. I have another use for mushrooms. Oh yeah. Other than cooking and in, in, in like health benefits, what's this up? No, it was going to be a cooking situation. Oh. But yeah, I mean, I, the only time I consume mushrooms is on a steak. You know, I actually like <laughs> steak, that philosophy. Mushrooms, gravy, and a potato. There's something about it. And, and, you know, I'll, I'll go yeah. with that. And I like Salisbury steak. I know that not everyone yeah. likes Salisbury steak. Not you know, but you got to know what you're doing if you're making Salisbury steak. Yeah, it's one of those things. Maybe it's it's because I like Southern staples. I don't. Is it a Southern staple? It's a Southern. I don't staple. know. Is it? I don't, I don't know. There's I know so many things that are labeled as a Southern staple nowadays. Like it's just, it waffles. feels like it. You know, it feels like it was made in in like Texas or something crazy. You know, just yeah. one of those real comforting kind of towns like come on in get yourself something good to eat you know that, that <laughs> kind of mess shit. with texas yeah. buddy i like texas listen like all right texas. i don't like dallas and all of the traffic and all i don't like the infrastructure necessarily for the traffic yeah but i think it's eastern texas um east near texas. or western texas west texas west texas i like west yeah texas. west texas is i like west texas because it reminds me of like the old older texas you know kind of western type shit, shit yeah you know and i like that because maybe i'm just a sucker for like old western type vibes or no, whatnot I but like I, that shit. I really yeah i when i went through there um last year i, I was i was really impressed yeah um, the, uh, there's it was really nice oh yeah that's right you and i both drove, drove through west texas in that yeah. sports car remember that we stopped fun. at a few restaurants uh you know got a couple <laughs> yeah. beers or i got a beer uh <laughs> got some food and it was it was really nice yeah we got barbecue from the barbecue place somewhere in texas from yep. the guy that looked like ralph macchio yeah oh, yeah that? they were playing pool and all sorts of stuff it was really cool um, I, I couldn't believe it i'm like jesus christ this is the karate <laughs> kid serving us barbecue in the middle of texas <laughs> yeah when you said it i'm like wait a minute what are you talking about and then he came back around i'm like oh <laughs> it's just like shit yeah the, uh, i really like who no. yeah who would have thunk in west texas in west texas of like, all places like homie like you know hollywood's that way right yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah what, what mean, you the, doing kid, the kid should have been in movies man i mean mm. i couldn't believe it yeah the dude looked like a model it's, yeah, really, it's really interesting to see those um kinds of people out there or yeah. just anywhere really it's like you wouldn't like a person you wouldn't normally expect to be in a place but they even though they grew up there and everything yeah. i think it's one of those interesting um like life things yeah. like oh shit you live here i, I wouldn't expect you to live here you know you you know what i'll tell you what What's i'll that? tell you a secret no one knows what that i always you, you still do kind of but i always just hung out with models just like that's what i did just yeah you know, i was always invited to like a fashion show or something like hey you want to go there that? yeah that's but, pretty you know, cool. Hung out with just models, but they weren't like do. all over you or anything. Like, oh, you know, no. okay, yeah, no, right. none of that, man. Just okay. you know, friends. You know, like like ninety percent of my friends are fucking. Oh, models yeah, just, you know, come hang out, you know, shit. chat with us, you know, maybe, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, but but you know, when I on some on some of those first invitations, you know, when I arrived in Chicago three hundred years ago, <laughs> you know, it was just like the first fashion show I ever went to. I was just like, yeah, I'm. Wearing hush puppies, you know, carrying oh, a square yeah. briefcase. Way yeah. underdressed. Yeah. Completely, yeah. <laughs> I was so far out of sync, it wasn't funny. And oh, wow. then my friend at the time, she's like, I'm like, man, I'm not even, I don't even look right coming in here. And she's just like, come on. She she brought me in and I walked down the runway with her looking like a goofball and shit. Aww. But it was, uh, it was, it was, it was fun. But. You know, uh, even though I've never been to a fashion show, I've seen them and yeah, they, they seem fun. like. They they seem very interesting, uh, to put it lightly. Yeah, they're um, fun. They're and fun. the one thing that I really like about fashion, even though I'm personally not 
really big into it. What I like about it is that anything can practically be fashion. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the most bizarre thing. It's kind of like art. It's like yeah. anything can technically be art. You know, a damn blank canvas can be a a piece of artwork. Yeah, that's, as, that's as true. weird as that is. Um, you know, just true. like you can wear your know, hush puppies in a fucking trash bag if you wanted to, and be like, oh, this is this is the new Vogue <laughs> style. And then what's crazy is people will start getting into that shit. Yeah, next thing you need to see people, <laughs> motherfuckers wearing trash bags down yeah. Main Street. Yeah, so oh, it's like, hey, I started that. That's one thing I've always <laughs> thought was cool about fashion is like it. It's the possibility of anything becoming in vogue. Absolutely. You know, even you know, '70s bell bottoms. No one yeah. wants them right now. Uh, tomorrow, though, who? knows that could be the new end thing i cannot stand bell bottoms i don't like bell bottoms either i still can't stand I, I think they're kind of a goofy fashion but what's weird and here's the weird thing is that 90 percent of people i see that wear them don't to me to me don't really look right in them and <laughs> yeah. i you know it's also because it's yeah. a mix of like just the style the times that we're in and there's so many other variables but yeah. but then i'll see like a one person you know regardless of, of you know who they are mm -hmm. they just look cool in them i'm like how the fuck are you pulling that off dude some <laughs> bell bottoms like Ow. what you know, yeah. and, you know and so i'll, I'll spill another secret to the What's world that? is that you know when i was 17 i was a model yeah. oh really yeah. and yeah and yeah thank god i think i've gotten most of the pictures back from the the, the agency or yeah, from the agency but you know um back in the <laughs> back when i was 17 i'm doing underwear ads man you know it was kind of you know the whole the whole you know that whole lifestyle man of you know just being a model yeah it's, yeah. it's weird man i've seen yeah. only representations of it in movies and you know read about it it's and, weird and yeah. then i went and worked in a grocery store just the shit <laughs> even just the shit that i see in movies and tv it just looks weird it's it like I, weird. I wouldn't i wouldn't it's even want a hard wanna, life uh, yeah it's a very hard life and you know like i said you know like most From, of my friends are models and they they yeah you know <laughs> Half of them, you know, have had to seek some form of, you know, mental therapy at one point in their life because the industry's so fucking brutal, man. And uh, yeah, they, you know, they they want their models to be, uh, you know, in a specific format, yep. essentially, yeah, for, gotta, for lack of a better word. Yeah, you got to be over six feet tall for sure. Yeah, and it goes from there, right? So, but yeah, that's a whole other thing, man. It's it's not the same as working in a startup, you know. That's no, for sure. You definitely know, not. Startups have their own perils and problems. You know? You know, um, I for one, you know, I, I you know, I've I've been involved in startups all, you know, from all over. But same, I've been in, I've been involved with more startups than I can actually count <laughs> at this point. They can be challenging. Working for a startup can, you know, it can be challenging, but also fulfilling and rewarding because you're able to accomplish so many things you know alone right with no specific rules you know guides or any of that stuff yeah and so you know going from modeling to working in startups to bagging groceries <laughs> you know, i even worked in a, a man i swear i worked in a church's chicken joint when i was a kid too i, I worked there the guy told me you know i got the job there and i think i worked there like three days Three days three in the chicken days. joint. Yeah, it, I couldn't take it, man. I mean, I, I mean, I'd go, I'd go back home and I'd s smell like fried chicken. I have, uh, what's that dust? The powders, uh, the oh, flour, 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 yeah. and shit all over me, man. I just couldn't take it. So yeah, I, I don't think that I could take working at a fucking chicken joint or a food place, you know, for very long. It's just like I love food, and that's the ironic thing about it is yeah. that I love food and I love to cook and all that, especially for somebody, but. Yeah. To, to cook in a restaurant all day long and then, you know, just to, to rinse and repeat that. For me, even though I stare at a screen half the day and, you know, I'm looking at code and shit. Yeah. I think that the smells and, you know, all of that would really get to me more than anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, you know. Yeah. I cook. I, I'm a good cook. I, I, I've been yeah. cooking for a long time. Yeah. I, I love cooking. Cooking is fun. But I wouldn't want to be get paid to do it, though. No. It, that's the thing is that, <laughs> you know, get, getting paid to, to cook. At yeah. that point, it's like... It, it becomes it's, a chore. Yeah, it becomes a chore. I mean, unless it's your restaurant or your place or something where you your drive is for that, uh -huh. then that's a little bit different. But yeah, to, just to work in a restaurant, you know, as like a, just a, a chef, or not I a could, chef, but hey, a, I wouldn't a want cook, to do it. line cook even. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. Or I mean, I'm a sous chef. I couldn't yeah. do any of that. And my my utmost respect to anybody working in the food service industry. I if agree. If you're a server, yeah. whatever you're doing in a restaurant or if you have part of it, 
mad respect. Yeah, mad I, I agree. I, I have a lot of respect for for everyone in the food industry. Yeah, and um, thank you for the good food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I love good food. Hey, yeah. you, you, so I wanted to share What's one up? more thing with the world. We went, you and I, we went to a restaurant last Friday. Yeah. That was real good. Oh, yeah. That restaurant was, oh, man. It was kind of janky. It was a little janky, but... But, you know, that's it's a down-home kind of southern restaurant, and I think that it was amazing. It was. I, I really enjoyed it. I got uh, fried chicken, uh-huh. some mac and cheese, and some collard greens. Uh-huh. Listen, those collard greens were some of the best fucking collard greens <laughs> I've ever had. And I've had quite a lot of greens, you know, collards yeah. and, and other otherwise... Uh-huh. But in general, those were the best greens and just overall fucking I, just overall. Yeah, they were good. They were good. I agree. They I were, mean, I, I got the fried chicken. Yeah. I got the I got fried chicken, cornbread, and greens. The, yeah, the, the <laughs> oh, yeah, yo, that it, I've never had such authentic southern flair in my life and i and i perfectly seasoned too like yeah. the, the the greens i know i'm keep i keep going on about them but oh they, they yeah. weren't they were cooked in bacon fat they were yeah. perfectly cooked they weren't overly salty like mm-hmm. a lot of people will overly salt their greens and shit yeah or they'll under salt them they were perfect they were i they don't were. know how else to say it other than you know it, it, just think if you eat collard greens uh-huh think about the best greens you've ever had and that's that's yeah it's kind of like on that level yeah and you know when you know uh, i couldn't believe it either you know when we when you and i both went to the place you know the the surroundings are kind of sketchy you know everything's kind of looking you know it's kind of sketch neighborhood yeah both locations but yeah you know i was just like shit you know all right i'll take a chance and but here's the thing is that i'd rather go to the hood and get some really good food then go into a, a whitewashed sanitized area that all that's really available is some fucking bullshit yeah like i don't know <laughs> I, I don't mean i this is on my mind and i, I don't mean to hate on this you know, yeah. company or brand specifically but like pdq or you know a fucking uh hello chicken or whatever the fuck those places are yeah you know like i'm not a big fan of those kinds of chain restaurants and so to be able to get some authentic you know southern cooking yeah like like it was a plate of food that my grandmama would have made yeah you know like that's some really heartfelt stuff yeah and they've got so there's only two locations in the whole wide world and i'm going to share them with everybody here on the show because folks if you're ever in uh northeast florida you know specifically jacksonville go check out this restaurant it's called shut them down authentic southern restaurant there's two locations. There's one on San Juan Avenue and one on Curl Street in Jacksonville. Again, the name of the restaurant is Shut Them Down, Authentic Southern Restaurant. And folks, take a look at their website. It's unbelievable. The food, if you're ever in this, you know, this. That food uh, be shutting it down. That's for sure. That flavor is chef's kiss. Like, mwah. Yeah. They, they're not fucking around when it comes to Southern uh, flair. And yeah. so, yeah. One thing, though, I found interesting on their menu. What? They had chicken curry up. Yeah, Ooh, that was the hell? one thing that. Um, so I think I have a th- out with the chicken curry. I have a theory about this. Yeah. So if you look over, and I don't know how this correlates really, but maybe maybe it does. Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of an off, you know, out of pocket fucking theory here. But if you go and look over in uh, Europe, specifically the UK, um, you know, there's curry in basically every corner over there, and everyone likes curry and. If you come over here to America, it's starting to become similar where a lot of people really like Indian food. They, they like curry specifically. <laughs> right. Like like chicken tikka masala specifically is one of the oh. most popular um, curry items available. Right. Right. And so, you know, even just me looking around uh, for different places to eat at, you know, I'll see like an Indian place over here, over there, wherever. Um, and so it's, it's, to me, I'm starting to see it build up. It's kind of like how Chinese food was back in the day, like, uh, or not Chinese, like authentic Chinese food, but like, um, American Chinese food, but it's kind of authentic. It's actually authentic Indian food and there's authentic Chinese food too. Don't, you know, don't get me wrong, but I mean, specifically Indian food, uh, the, that dish is traveling around and it's just becoming more of a thing. And so I think with that being said, I think that's kind of why that might be on the menu. Mm -hmm. Again, don't quote me on this. This is a highly speculative theory. And I really just think that 
um, it's because of chicken tikka. You know, you see that shit everywhere. You go to I love a chicken tikka masala. Yeah, I can go to a Publix right now. <laughs> I can see like five different variants of it on the store shelves. Um, it's so good. It is. It's I I really enjoy tikka masala. You know, chicken tikka and all that. Right. I like butter chicken. So and and other foods as well. Um, but yeah, I think that's yeah. the major reason. Um, again, it's my own theory it's i don't a, i don't know if it's real or not well it, yeah hey the theories be. have been proven right in yeah, the past. yeah that's, that's true uh, folks again last sh- uh, last shout out for this amazing restaurant and you dude i've never given a restaurant out on this show but this place yeah <laughs> it's it's rare i think the only other place we've talked about was the brazilian steakhouse but i don't know if, oh yeah yeah did we, we we gave a name for that didn't yeah, we? yeah we gave a name for that yeah Terra so, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. i mean that's, that's the that's only good. other place i can remember that we've actually talked about um yeah on such a high level yeah the good food Very hey good. real quick because we have other things to chat with yeah but I, you know i wanted to chat because about this real fast what's up you have a roku don't you i do yeah and uh, so do i and i've you know ever since roku's were invented right you you and i both have uh you know i know i've had mine and so yeah i've always wondered right i've always i've always understood the fact that you know a roku streaming device is basically just a little small mini linux machine you know yeah. And uh, I was always curious, you know, what else can can a Roku do? Well, folks, we, you know, I'm going to share some of the things that uh, you can discover about your Roku that I think you may find interesting. Uh, and one of those things is a secret wireless menu. So if you want to learn more about your Roku's wireless connection, including how well it's performing, and to check and see how fast your network is, check out the secret wireless menu uh, on your Roku device. Uh, to access it, uh, tap the home button. Uh, five times, so one, two, three, four, five, and then go up, down, up, down, up. You know, like a video game cheat, cheat code. code. <laughs> yeah, and what <laughs> the Konami code? Yeah, yeah yep. And what will happen is you will be uh, presented with uh, the the secret wireless menu, and literally it says that too. It says wireless secret screen. That's awesome. Yeah, right. And so, I you know I started doing some digging. I'm like, wow, I wonder what other secret things Roku's hiding. And so I did some more digging, and sure enough, I found some more interesting things. More Easter eggs. More Easter eggs. No kidding. And yeah, man. There's there's all kinds of information you can find out um uh so here's another here's another cool uh menu that they have hidden it's called the secret ads and screenshots menu also oh, wow. known as secret screen two <laughs> and it was designed to give you more control over scrollable ads and screenshot output formats so you can literally decide for yourself how images are displayed on screen uh, you know, it's a good tool to decide whether or not gaming controllers should uh, auto-pair as well. If you're actually gaming on your Roku, you can game through a Roku. Yeah, I've played a few little small games, but I've never played anything yeah. significant. That's that's yeah, actually, wow. Yeah, but here, here here's how to get to that menu. So you're going to tap the home button five times, one, two, three, four, five, and then go up, right, down, left, up. <laughs> And then, yep, you get the secret channel menu. Uh, there's another secret menu, too. And, there's and, and a fourth? There's so many secret menus in Roku, uh, folks. You're going to have to start uh, looking at uh, how to get to these secret menus yourself. But I'll give you one more hint. <laughs> uh, you know, because we're all develop- developers, 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 developers. Right, so if you want to be a developer. Uh, yeah, I want to put it out there. I miss Steve Ballmer. <laughs> Steve, too. You know, Steve. Steve gave us Vista. Dude. Steve, listen, we miss you, Steve. Steve, that was one of the most amazing presentations that I've ever seen yes. for anything ever. And I and never th- seen somebody, somebody <laughs> so charged up on Coke before. I, <laughs> hey, so one last menu. <laughs> Dude, he was so sweaty. I, I, I literally feel for that guy because I, fe- I feel that way whenever I get on stage. Do you or really? Something. Yeah, man. Like, Damn. Yeah. That, that was the most energetic fucking presentation ever. Anyway, go Ooh, ahead. Yeah, one last menu, but there's plenty <laughs> more. So go to the home button. Go tap the home button three times. Go tap, tap, tap. And then go up button. So you go up twice. You go up, up. Then right, left, right, left, right. And then I'm not going to tell you what that does, but it's go- It's a cool little menu, and you can see all kinds of cool, interesting, technically nerdy things in that uh, next secret menu. Folks, to find out more what your Roku can do, and it can do a lot, go to the internet and then search on something called the World Wide Web and look at all of the cool, fantastic things that your Roku streaming device can do that you never thought can do. 
That's amazing. Yeah, I, there's so many cool little Easter eggs on. I remember developing for the first edition when they first started coming out. Yeah, and we they, made we had our own Roku channel. Yeah, time. yeah, it, it lasted for years and years and years. And yeah. I think finally, what the XML feed probably broke or something silly. I forget yep. what happened in the app. Well, I broke everything because I I got tired of. Um, you know, companies like Roku, Spotify, oh, yeah. Google, all everybody making money on our podcast, right? Yeah, and right. We like, don't get money for it. Why the hell should they? We're not making money. You're not going to make money. If you're making money on this podcast, you're doing it in the wrong context. And yep. so, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was yeah. fun. It was real fun. It was, oh, man. It was almost <laughs> like working for a startup back in the day. Man, I'll tell you what, man. Working for a startup... You know, there's good startups and then there's fucking bad startups. Oh yeah, and, there's uh, always good startups and bad startups. Then you have shithole startups. I and yeah, and and recently you have three types of startups. You have a good startup, a bad startup, and then you have a shithole. Yeah, and, and the first two, funny enough, you know, I can get by with. You know, a good startup, obviously, you're you're gonna you know be paid and you know have good time and all this. A bad startup, you know, it may just have shitty management or whatever. Uh, or processes or both. Or, or whatever, yeah. Yep. But uh, the latter one, though, a terrible fucking absolute shitty startup has everything wrong with it. Yeah? Well, no. You got some experience with a shitty startup? Yeah, so, all right. Oh, you do have experience with shitty. Yeah. I, too, have shitty experience with a startup, but... I'll let you proceed first. Tell tell us about your shitty experience with stuff. Yeah, so I'll give a little context, a little background knowledge um, before I get started. And, and so... Oh, wow. Yeah, right. All right. So I recently I've been working with a, a startup. Um, and for the past, was it almost four or five four months? months? Four, yeah, four some, months. Yeah, some shit like that. Um, and essentially just... Doing a lot of work. Oh, that guy. Yeah, right? That guy. The insurance guy. Should I say it? Should... <laughs> all right. No, so there's No, this... don't mention it. Don't mention this, guys. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I know who you're talking all about. All right. I, I, I won't mention yeah, names that, or anything. Yeah. But so there's this fucking guy Ooh. that I've been working for for the past couple months. And, you know, essentially I was brought in to revitalize the entire company at first i was brought in to do some bridging they had really shitty architecture really shitty code no there was no management skills going on anywhere everything was disorganized discombobulated there's fucking typical startup yeah it was just chaos right and so i came in and i essentially flipped the script i i started uh turned all that shit around yeah i turned all that shit around yeah. i got rid of all the bad code I was with you on that yeah yeah. I, yeah I got rid of all the bad code i rewrote everything i took you know stood up entirely new architecture the, yep. you know i basically got rid of everything that they had and re redid Why did you have to get rid of everything so yeah so the, the, i had to get rid of everything because it was so ingrained with uh their previous cto uh-huh and so what happened with their previous cto is what that happened with their cto that the the dude was building out something and had a whole bunch of stuff going on and and essentially it was all tied into him and his you know whatever network or whatever it was that he was, ah, so he was putting a bunch of logic bombs in, in his code is that what he was i doing? i don't know if that was the case because i never really reviewed all of the code uh-huh. it was so dastardly to begin with that i couldn't even begin to, to look at it without really <laughs> right. wanting to fucking peel my own Spaghetti scalp yep. yeah it was ridiculous like the guy had fucking um so boolean values are either true or false or right. zero or one the guy literally rewrote his own data type to add a third value type to a boolean can't do that no it doesn't make sense if you're gonna do that you might as well just use an integer with you know zero one or two yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right but no the guy made his own data types for shit that didn't need to be made um the oh, code wow. was in the so the, the all the code was in this uh language called groovy uh-huh. which is like a java extension kind of like how typescript is an extension of javascript right um and it's all or archaic as this fuck. guy yeah yeah I, and i remember that guy and so they were using um this fucking <sighs> bullshit knowledge graph called um flora which doesn't exist except within the academic world and so everything right. was essentially undocumented there was absolutely so it's just uh just a 
uh, just a fuck fest of it, spaghetti code. It was a cluster fuck. around. Yeah, yeah gotcha. no one knew what the fuck was going on. There was like one guy that really knew, you know, how right. shit was going, you know, and and all that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I announced. I told. I told everybody on Twitter that I was going to go and uh, be the CTO for this guy. Yeah, and so yeah, I, remember, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and, and 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 it was all fucking bullshit. It was all a facade. So yeah. what happened is, is that. The, you know, the, there was a contract for some money. It was supposed to be paid out at a specific time. Uh-huh. And so, essentially, what happened is is that I got all of my work done. He didn't done. pay me on time. Right. And so, and this is where, where it starts to stem into, you know, fucking with not only me, but even you. Because, yeah. you know, he contracted you out for some work, and he didn't even pay you on time. Yeah, he was supposed to pay. Yeah. And so, I remember that. Uh, you and I, actually, we drove down to uh, Naples. Yeah. And I put that on my Twitter too. There's people you can see photos on there. Yeah. We drove down there to Naples to remind him that he owed me like twenty five thousand dollars. Right. Right. And so we drove down to Naples, we're like, hey dude, you know, don't forget you owe me twenty five grand. And, right. And I remember he's like, Oh yeah, I'll pay you on December the twelfth, right? And yeah. And so I didn't dude, he without any explanation, without any any fault or anything, I, I I wound up getting paid on the twenty fourth. He wound up giving me my twenty five grand on the twenty fourth. Yeah, and then he's like, "Well, I want you to come back and work for me some more." I'm sitting here going, "Motherfucker, you got to be crazy!" Like, how how are you going to tell me that you're going to pay me on a specific date? And and here's the kicker: is that you went to go get cigarettes, I think, at one point. Yeah, and, or or whatever the fuck it was. I don't remember. Maybe go take a piss. Who cares? But <laughs> you know, and, and then fucking uh, he's sitting there showing me specifically the date like hey you know you guys will get paid on this date yeah and he had it marked off on his calendar and all that shit he's like you guys will get paid on this date you know that shit never happened that day came and went and not only that day but another week and and more days after that week and and it's like how are you going to promise something to somebody and then fucking not deliver on it and not only that but he was promising me um some more work as well he was so i was a contractor at that point well, he told you you were going to be the cto of, of his company his startup right because right, he was going to uh make you i think what cco or whatever cio yeah he was gonna make me something i yeah i was like fuck this guy yeah so and I then backed out and then he That's was interesting that you stuck around right and then he was like okay well i'm gonna make you cto you know you're gonna get this salary he literally showed me my salary sat there showed me the other employees salaries everything yeah. i saw the entire fucking payroll broke it down broke it down he's like okay blah 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 and then so everything was chill uh, you know we agreed on everything you know smoked some weed afterwards and then uh, you know we went home everything was cool yeah supposed um, to pay me 12 days later yeah and then so you know a couple yeah he was supposed to pay, uh, you know, a couple weeks later. Yeah. That day came and went. And so I waited what, another couple days or another week or whatever the fuck it was. And I called him out on it. I'm like, yep. dude, like, where's the money at? Like, yeah, all, where's, all, where's all of those money, dude. Yeah. Like, where's his money and where's my fucking money? Like, you you keep adding on all of these responsibilities and shit. And, and then the guy's like, what responsibilities? Like, <laughs> like dude, are you serious? You're, you're making me do all this extra shit on top of my contract without even paying. Sounds like a class classic scamming situation going the on the guy dude. is an utter fucking scumbag oh, i cannot wow. fucking stand that dude what's and the name of the company the company's name is harbor ai harbor and it's AI. it's the most bullshit fucking company i've ever AI? worked for they're not even using ai that's oh, wow. what's so fucked up about it is that they're going around saying oh we're using ai which all they're doing is using what's called a knowledge graph so all right so before anybody thinks that this is a real company how many people are in this startup there's like 10 people now it, so it's a little it's still a little hodgepodge it's it's all just junior developers the ceo himself the what? dude's got junior developers there's no senior there's uh-oh. no senior developers there's no managers there's no nothing there there's the ceo <laughs> an hr representative oh and that person that hr representative guess yeah. who he who she has she has a fucking little assistant Oh wow! Right. So wait a minute. Why would you be uh, a ten-person startup with an with an HR person and an HR assistant? Exactly my point. And, and you can't make your payroll on time. And that's that's what I was going to come to as well. Is that they they haven't been making payroll for the past month or two. So wait a minute. So what is he telling all of the junior developers that he's working with? So he here's what's fucked up is that he keeps saying that n- not only are they waiting on or hang on. First of all, they're waiting on payments half the time. 
You know, they're waiting investor on investors payments. and all oh, this, that, okay. and the other. But but he's also giving the excuse, oh, everyone, just be patient. We're going to get paid soon. It, this is the life of a startup. No, that's not the it's, life of a startup. It's not the life of a startup. A real startup is going to at least pay their contractors on time. Yeah. I, listen, I'll give you this. The last contract I had, yeah. it was a total of $4,800. Yeah. I got paid half up front, and it took the guy... I, I think I... <laughs> it's only just getting into my bank account the last $2,400. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and So you worked all month for $2,400? For $2,400, the guy fucking jipped me. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. And I, and what's even more fucked up is the work I did is equivalent to at least ten to $20,000. Oh, wow. I mean, it's fully documented. It's got, so, it's, it's set up for APIs. So what's he doing? Just bullshitting his, his juniors and just yeah. promising them the world without delivering a peanut? Yeah. Except the guy's we're... lying through his teeth. The guy that last week, the guy's like, oh, you know, we just secured seven figures in funding and all this, that, and right. the other. But, but then you can't pay you twenty four hundred dollars. He can't pay me twenty four hundred dollars. Wow. But get this, get this. Today, I uh, today I yeah. saw a photo of uh, they were supposed to meet up last week on Friday. Uh-huh. And, and here, here, let me actually preface this: is that uh, I closed my contract out, or was supposed to get paid last week. Uh, I was told that I'd get paid Thursday, uh, and it's you know it's a Monday or whatever fucking day it is it's now monday yeah monday <laughs> yeah i don't even know what day it is half the time Yesterday because it was fun day was was i don't even know i mean because yeah. it's what i don't even know what time it is uh, i don't well it's a little afternoon anyway beside yeah. the fucking point <laughs> supposedly the guy was supposed to meet up with his team yeah and told them hey guys we're gonna meet up we're all meeting up at two o'clock at, you know at the some, office some more money promising them some bullshit yeah. come to find out that th- they never met up ditched the guy ditched them all this that and the oh, other wow. and not only that but um the that thursday that i was supposed to be paid uh, i was supposed to demo some shit in order to get paid yeah. they pushed it back to that friday because they were supposed to meet up thursday they never met up fr- uh, thursday they never met up friday yeah like what the fuck is going on and yeah. then not only that but as far as i'm aware everyone's not getting paid and shit it's yeah like how do you how do you have seven figures in funding and not able to pay people dude it sounds like a scamming operation under un, underway and, it is you know, it is that that was the vibe that i got when i was there and and thank god thank god i just bounced when i could you know yeah. it's just like hey man give me my 50 grand and i'm bouncing so yeah the dude paid me but again i had to wait like three fucking weeks to get my deposit from the, the guy the guy's just jacking people yeah. around and taking free labor from kids Folks, don't do this if you run a startup be sure that you have the funds to to pay for your consequences i mean you just can't float people's lives around like it's nothing i mean yeah you know, people have responsibilities is just as much as the next person you know they have rent groceries everybody yep. has you know stipends to you know take care of every month and it, and if you're a startup and you cannot promise people the basics of a of a of a, of a, of a uh, normal paycheck you don't need to be in business you don't need to tell people about your business and you certainly don't need to be acting like you're going to be trying to start one so yeah remember that if you if you're joining a startup folks and you run into these types of situations. Yeah, let them all be red flags because a start—that's not how a startup works. A startup will be as as communicative as possible and be as open and transparent as possible and supportive as possible. Yeah, it sounds like the guys. You know, when I was there, I could. I, you know, I, I completely like, noticed it. You know, yeah. he's got—he's trying to build some kind of like cult around him. Or yeah, something. let me tell That's you how so much strange. Let me witness. tell you this 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 real quick. Uh, sure, how much yeah, of a fucking scumbag the guy is yeah and let's move uh, on after yeah, yeah yeah is that i called him out on, on the payment processing you know uh-huh. um specifically you know when we were trying to get our money that one time right and i literally called him out and i'm like dude i'm fucking hungry i need money where's my money at you yeah. know you're all, like, all dude, i'm hearing is excuses yeah. but here's here's the thing is that the guy is living in a million dollar house you know and i was yeah, in the, I, was, nice I was in his fucking house it's a million dollar so house it was yeah. it, it's got a big fucking backyard all this shit and i went into his fridge it's got you know fucking primo water beer this that, yeah. and the other. so when i called him out i'm like dude i'm hungry i need my money my rent's due all this that and the other yeah. this motherfucker is like hey I'm hungry too, man. Look at my bank account. And he showed me some fucking bullshit bank account, how it's at $0 and all this, that, and the other. As CEO of a startup, 
You should not, not even hide that narcissist. You shouldn't behavior, even huh? be, you shouldn't even <laughs> be showing any kind of anything like that to me. Wow. You shouldn't be comparing yourself to me. You shouldn't be showing bravado to me. You, and what's even more ironic is that the guy was like, you know, you got to put your ego aside and show a little humility and actually, uh, you know, put a little inflection in your voice uh-huh. in order to really showcase that, uh, you know, people want to work with you or whatever the dude fucking said. Yeah. And you know, and, and then not only that, but then i get siloed and then they get on meetings and say that we're not siloing people it's, yeah, that, it's that's a toxic recipe for disaster and it sounds it's you know, yeah what i what in like again what i witnessed when i was uh hanging out with that guy for a month was that uh, a total irresponsible uh situation going on and if if you know if you're more focused on uh trying to social engineer a bunch of 20 something uh you know Gen Zers lying through his teeth. Yeah, that's that's terrible. It's awful. And, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. glad you got out of that situation yeah. like me because, and 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 it's and it's a, and I'm glad you brought it up on the show, man. It's yeah. it's a cautionary tale for our listeners on what to look out for when you join a startup. You know, if, yeah. if they're if they're making all these promises, they overpromise and underdeliver. That, that's a that's that's a significant red flag. It's crazy because I was told that it was my team. I could run it how I wanted, and that yeah. I even said that like, hey, I'm going to run it this way specifically in this manner. You know, the, you know, we may have a little bit of lashback. The kids may not necessarily like it. Right. And I I was given approval. I was told, yeah, that's fine. And when I went and managed my team in the way that I told them that I would, I was reprimanded. Fuck so, that guy. Fuck that situation. Yeah. So folks, it, just it, it's don't bullshit. Do, yeah. Don't yeah. folks don't wind up uh, like crash and uh, I did by making a mistake by listening to somebody slick talking. Yeah. Some scumbag yeah. who who acts like they're trying to be your friend. Like I want to be your friend. You yeah. don't want to be my friend, asshole. Fuck you. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I guess that means we're both back on the free market here. Yeah. So we're both free agents. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm willing to work as much as I'm being paid, and as long <laughs> as the person you know I'm working for is a good person, yeah. I don't I don't mind. There yeah, you have it. Don't lie to me and then make false promises. Yeah. So, folks, if you need some professional consultants, we are available. Yep. All right. Oh, so hey, let's get off that. Hey, I yeah, wanted yeah. to tell you. I wanted to tell you something less depressing. It's uh, <laughs> and because you are a coder, and I wanted to share yeah. it with you. What's up? Uh, yeah. So uh, you know, like you know, developers and coders and enthusiasts may you know they're always interested in something new and open source and. Uh, there's something really cool that I found, and it's it's an AI coding assistant, not a coding right. platform. It's an AI coding assistant. Is it Copilot? No. Okay. It's called it's 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 called uh, it's it's using large language models. You know, okay. I know you. I know you're not really I'm into not, LLMs for coding, but I check like this them out. for assistance. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's an assistant. Yeah. And this is called DeepSeek. And basically, it's a company that's been working under the radar for a long time. And recently, they released an open source coding model that's making waves everywhere. And really, I'm talking about it. And the model is known as DeepSeek Coder. It's called DeepSeek. And it's a coder. DeepSeek. DeepSeek, right? Okay. Name of the company. That's interesting. And it it has 67. Listen, the parameters are ridiculous. There's 67 billion different parameters uh, to put in the LLM for the tool to be. And again, it's open source. And so I found found the the parameters striking as. So you you can train it on your own data. Yeah. And it comes preset with 67 billion parameters. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, uh, you know, it outperforms llama too. uh it, it outperforms everything and you know um you know if if you're looking for something that you know really you know cuts the mustard so to speak and <laughs> you know you're not using something mainstream like chat gpt or something like yeah. you said you know check it out i thought it was cool i started looking you know like that everything cool. in life i never have enough time to even read an article but agreed yeah I, I was checking it out and you know i actually stopped and spent a couple hours looking at this technology so i'm going to recommend that for now it's called deep seek and it's a company again that's been uh developing something really cool check it out it's really cool it's an ai coding assistant and again it's from a company called deep seek 
Deep Seek. Deep that's, Seek. That's pretty cool. I Deep thought, Seek. Dude, I thought it yeah. was super cool. We're almost out of time, but I cannot let the show end without one more piece of great text. Go for it. Tech, text. Go for it. Is it a tech. robot? Is it a... It's better. Something? You know, it's... it's Energy sources? No, it's way better than that. Uh, and uh, I wanted to share that with everybody yeah. because... <laughs> Over the weekend, right, you know, I took some time off, you know, like everybody knows. I'm not on social media, you know, so I took a That's break. That's a good so, thing. Yeah. I took some, some rest off of that. Don't I look and sound better? You, yeah. You're <laughs> glowing. <laughs> I feel like I'm glowing. And you're going to glow, too, when I tell share this next uh, little bit of tidbit with everybody. What is it? You know, I was actually uh, curious. You know, I, I caught in the, the, the news cycle last weekend that... This whole, you know, someone had made some provocative poses using Taylor Swift, right? Uh, they took Taylor Swift's likeness and they used AI and then they made some, you know, not so necessarily um, oh. uh, G-rated uh, photos of Taylor Swift. Right. And so that, that made the news cycles very fast. Uh, and actually, what's interesting is that, you know, now the White House is uh, concerned with the proliferation of AI running amok since Taylor oh. Swift has been targeted. Oh, now they are. Oh, yeah. Of Just course. because the Swifties are pissed off finally. <laughs> Yeah, the Swifty army uh, took took to the internet to oh, uh, go through every corner of the clear web to remove the images, but Ooh, they're still boy. everywhere. And listen, yeah, I, everywhere. I don't, you know, I I don't think it's uh, tasteful to do things like that. But agreed. But using AI for situational awareness is kind of interesting. And, oh, yeah. you know, I take photos of myself, right? There's some photos out there of me in suggestive poses as well. But sure. I've got my clothes on. Not anymore, folks. There are now AI tools that will remove your clothes on your photo. That's and, what? Yeah. And I tell you, the world has definitely been transformed uh, with the help of AI these days. Uh, what if you have like a, a different body than what the AI is trained <laughs> on? You know, like, you know what I hey, mean? I'm not kidding, man. I, yeah. There's, there's I, all sorts of different I genetics out there. I tried it and I, I, I'm like, okay. And so I tried it and it spooked you. I tried, uh, yeah, I've got, there's so many of them, right? So there, you've got soul gen AI, you've got deep nude now, which is really a thing. What did, uh, deep nude now.com. I swear to God. That's I, a bet, I bet this is on every guy's mind. Does it give me more than what I actually have? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in my instance, I'm wearing a mini skirt and all of that. And you know, I, I ran the photo through the, uh, I'm not going to say which of these sites that I've done it, but you know, I ran the, the photo through the site now. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, man. I was like, holy shit. Was it accurate? Accurate? Yeah, it's very accurate. And I was very concerned with what I saw. I mean, man, I, mean, I know yeah, what I was I, looking at, but I was like, I was like, holy shit. Like, it's already enough that I'm being fucking body scanned through TSA. Do you guys really need to see my nuts that much more with these fucking tools? There, like, come on, yeah, man. Well, you know, there's, there are, you know, there are many of us out there with that curiosity. Like, okay, what does, and for me, right? I'm like, okay, so what does, AI think how you know what does it think about how I you know how to have what does AI think how I look nude and so yeah it got it really cl uh, close there's others man it, there's there's a deep nude uh deep sukabi stable ridiculous. diffusion yeah remover at remover oh, app uh, llama cleaner it's all retouch me dot ap and here i thought that it was going to be a problem just for copyright nah it's a problem for fucking humanity uh -huh. in general yeah and there's real innocent looking sites like remove bg right that actually has a tool that will remove your clothes because it thinks wow. your clothes is the background uh deep swap as well deep swaps kind of a weird That's slazer Slazer. Slazer. What Slazer. are these, what are yeah. these names, man? I don't know. It's an AI-oriented app that can insert new backgrounds as well as replace It sounds like some shit an AI would have generated just to fucking... No, there's, there's more... There's more... Uh, oh, there's more porn-sounding names like Porn... Porn.joy.ai. Really? Porn.joy. Porn really? Candy AI. Yeah. So as what the you can fuck see, is Candy AI? What? Uh, yeah. So Candy AI, it, it basically introduces virtual companions powered by AI and enabling users to engage in chat-based interactions. Oh. So you can basically chat with a nude 
That's weird, man. That reminds me of being in the early 2000s, like being being a youngster in the early 2000s (laughs) and like seeing there's these things that you could download with like uh, little virtual strippers on the desktop and shit. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Virtual stripper or whatever the fuck it was. I'm guilty. I had it installed on one of my computers in the 90s. I was like nine (laughs) or something like that. How the hell did you know about that at nine? Dude, I'm a fucking (laughs) hacker, man. I was playing Mortal Kombat when I I was like three Lord. or earlier beating people's ass. I'm fucking beating my, my uncle's ass at Mortal Kombat. Like, little dude, you can, know, you man, can win you against... about virtual how? strippers at nine? I'm concerned. All right. Well, I mean, I, listen, that's a paraphrased <laughs> age. Don't quote me on that age. That's not necessarily what age uh, I was. Yeah, we'll, we'll, give you, we'll give you that. Yeah, get, yeah you were over you know, 18, weren't pl- you? Plus or minus... <laughs> 20 yeah, years. years yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough yeah but, hey yeah the time the time has flown by and i remember that app and i oh man, hey yeah i'll even go back a little further one last thing i'll go sure. back even further. back yeah. in the eight, 70s and 80s there was this little writing pen right it was you know r- just a regular ballpoint pen uh-huh and if you turn it upside down the clothes would remove off the person oh i know what you're right talking about out, they would have yeah. a picture of a person yeah and i, I, I that's so funny <laughs> The first time I saw that, yeah, too, I, I think it was eight or nine, and I saw that, and I, hey, I kept that pin all the way until I was twenty. Pin up <laughs> pens. They're, they're literally pin up pens. So it's yeah. like, uh, you yeah, know, whenever, yeah. yeah. So when I was when I was a kid, yeah, yeah. that was that was my pin up a little first uh, little dressing pin. Yeah, like, whoa, dude, you want to see some porn? Like, yeah, man, what do you got? Like, I got this pen. <laughs> like, whoa, man, that pen's cool. <laughs> hey, nope, no one ever got to see. Uh, that was my. Oh, that was your pen. Oh hell my yeah, my pen. No one knew about it. It was my private little pen. Hell yeah, so, man. Yeah, my, Be sneaking off in the fucking you know pocket porn. When yeah, you, you know, analog pocket porn. Like, whoa, man, look at this pen. Click, click, yeah, click, click. Go. Fuck yeah, dude! I get to see these static <laughs> painted on analog pocket analog. Yeah, hey, folks. Like, since we filled your mind with a bunch of um, bad things today, no, uh, they're definitely just things to think about. Yeah, certainly things to think about. You know, think about you know, and we always encourage you to pick the things apart that we put on this podcast right dive deep into it and see what we're talking about because we never have enough time to cover it all in intricate detail we'd be here for hours on one topic alone and if we wanted to actually get in depth yeah and so if you want to find more out about that kind of crap go to neverrain.org or hackers podcast webpage and you can listen to that shit streaming all day long and you'll see what we're talking about but dude we got to get out here we got to get back to work yeah, I need to get something to eat, and I'm getting a little bit hungry. It's Monday, right? Grab lemonade or some shit, or you know, blue, blue, blueberry fucking milkshake. <laughs> some kind or of shit. Yeah, I've been wanting some, uh, you know, some fucking milkshakes lately. I've been watching these uh, these chefs on YouTube, and uh-huh. I think they've been in, they're in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Look, they they be making like these banging ass burgers, chicken sandwiches, and shit. It's whew, man. Steak sandwiches too. Like they're they're not just like hamburgers. They're steak burgers. I've I, you know yeah. I, I've learned a lot of what I know about cooking from YouTube. So yeah, listen, uh, listen it's, we, it's a great resource to learn from. I, now I call it AdTube. Yeah, you know, it oh it is. I, I have AdBlock. Ad and every time that a video loads, it'll be like, we noticed that you're using Adblock. Would you like to allow us to... No, I don't... I, no, fuck off. I don't want ads. The, the internet wasn't made for you to advertise to me. It was made for sharing information. It's, Thank you. You know, seriously, there's a way around ads. And oh, if yeah. people can't figure that out, it's right there on the webpage. If you can't figure that out, yeah. it, then I don't know what to tell you. But you can yeah. block ads on YouTube. You, yeah. And it's right there. It's right They're, there buried in their code on their yeah, webpage. I was about to say, nine out of ten <laughs> times, it's just some JavaScript code. You That's know, you, you can even make your own extension, your own browser extension that that literally stops Google code from running. Yeah, folks, all you got to do is just look at the code on the page, reverse the processes, and it's, you know, that's what hackers do. Yeah. Uh, so YouTube isn't infallible, right? You can still bypass the ads. Oh, yeah. You yeah. just got to do a little bit more work this time. Yep. Folks, I'm going to get out of here. We're going to get out of here. You can find us. Listen, before I go, though, you know you know how to get a hold of us. If, you, if you're familiar with the show, you go to hackers.xxx or neverrain.org and there's go- there's going to be a new website that's going to pop up on the next show and it's going to be really cool it's going to be about cybersecurity it's my cybersecurity company that I'm starting yeah and so uh yeah so until then you can keep up with us uh by going to hackers.xxx neverrain.org check me out on social media I'm on Twitter but I'm taking a break right now twitter.com forward slash gummo g-u-m-m-o or you can call it x.com forward slash g-u-m-m-o crash you're on Twitter as well 
yeah. uh, at Crashware. Yeah. And, um, and we're not going to talk about Crazy Man. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> you can also send us an email at uh, gummo at hackers.xxx, gummo at, ha- uh, gummo at neverrain.org. Uh, where I do actually read, re- I really do read your email, and I do reply. Yeah, yeah. You, they are read. They yeah. are. They are looked at. I literally read email. Now, if it's silly, I'm not going to reply. Yeah. And if it's it, and I, I I get my fair share of silly emails. But folks, please feel free. You know, if you got if you're stuck, you, you got some kind of situation, you need some advice, you want to hang out, you want to just talk, whatever. It's just saying hi. Feel free to send me an email. You know how to do it now. And until then, I want to get out here. You got anything else to say about? startups or anything like that um you know just yeah. fucking pay people on time be good to people don't silo people even if they call you out for not paying them which you should be doing anyway um yeah just you know don't be a fucking scumbag like i've talked about and you know that's really it yeah just don't be a fucking scumbag that's the thing don't be a scumbag you shouldn't be a fucking scumbag. yeah karma's real motherfuckers yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, sh- you should realize that you know especially you know uh if, if you're not being uh, honest and forthcoming so uh yeah. until next week folks i'm gonna get out of here Bonoche. oh no it's not nighttime it's, it's not nighttime it's still so yeah love <laughs> bon, you all bon dia, ti amo. until next week bye peace everyone bye.